With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hello, it's AFQ Football. It's John Gibbons hosting. I'm joined by Lizzie Doyle, by Gareth Roberts, by Chloe Bloxham, and by Tim Smith. And we're going to answer all your questions that you've been getting in on this lovely Monday morning. Uh, I didn't give a huge amount of notice. Uh, apologies for that. But you've come up chumps, as you always do. Uh, and I'll start with the very first question, which I'm going to adapt slightly. So Matthew Dempsey said, should the club get Alan Hansen to present the Premier League trophy to Jordan Henderson? Uh, I presume, Gareth, that's a nod to the fact that it was... It was obviously Alan Hunter who lifted the last one. Yeah. Um, so would you be up for that or have you got any of your own ideas that you want to throw in? I quite like that. Um, I, I think it'd be nice if there was some kind of link to, to you know, the last team to lift it. Um, I genuinely like it in general when there is things like that done. So I've always liked the, the sort of setup of Ajax, the way they've got like a lot of the ex-players involved in the running of the club and things like that. You see that at Bayern Munich as well. And look, I don't think they should be crowbarred in there. Like I'm going off on a tangent here, I know, but for, for instance, like you know, like I've always thought, you know, John Barnes has obviously got a real brain on him and like you know an intelligence there. And I'm, I've always been surprised. I don't know what's going on behind the scenes ever or anything like that. But I've always been surprised that maybe there isn't a role somewhere. For him, maybe. Um, so yeah, to see something like that, I think would be good because you know you think to like so it's the last day of the cop and things like that when they got a lot of you know like the older players out and the wives and things like that. And it was just nice because it's like a reminder that you know yes, it's brilliant in the here and now, but this is a historic club. You know, a lot of people will have waited a long, long time to see that trophy be lifted. A lot of them will be old. Uh, a lot of them will maybe think they never were going to see it. Um, and to have Hansen or and others from from that team would would be nice. Would be a nice link to to the previous team to do it. Yeah, Chloe, um, Hansen, or you'll throw in your own suggestions. You know, whoever you want. No, I kind of like that because you know, I wasn't born when we last won the league, and you know, you hear so many stories from your dad. You he was good, Hansen. Like, yeah, got told he was brilliant. <laughs> um, and you know, you hear about these teams and and how brilliant they were and what a time it was to be alive. And you know. It's been 30 years and it always feels like, you know, we were never going to do it the longer it went on. So I, I like the idea of the legends in the in the past, you know, giving the trophy to the legends of the future of, of those who will become legends. Because Jordan Henderson will become a legend in Liverpool uh, football club. So, yeah, I like the idea and it's also history, isn't it? And it goes to show that, yeah, we haven't won it in 30 years. But don't forget our history. We are the most decorated club in, in, in England, by the way, people. So, yeah, I like the idea of that. I love the way you said decorated. That was really scouse. Decorated. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was excellent. It made it sound even better. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, we are. And that sounded, that sounded really scouse to him. Um, yeah, I mean, there's no way you can sort of... Um Sort of go against it, really, can you? There's not. It's. It's not. It'd be. It should be a dead. A dead nice thing. I mean, is there? Is there an? Uh, can you just appoint whoever you want to do that? The hand I don't know. I don't know if this is this is Matthew's head something or it's just. Yeah. This, I imagine we we could try and make it happen. Yeah, I'm sure. We, I'm sure we. I'm sure we could. I mean, I don't know whether I is it. Some of them, the Premier League normally does it or whatever, but yeah, I, I don't think anyone's going to. Yeah, well, no, that. <laughs> also, there's no one in charge anymore, yeah. is there? Yeah, <laughs> they haven't got a box. So <laughs> three, three people, haven't they? They've all, uh, they've all swept it. Maybe they need to cut an hand over the Premier League, so if you're Anfield, so they, they packed in. But uh, no, I mean, 
there's nothing to go again. Go the, both the reasons that Gareth and Chloe just said there. It'll be nice, won't it? You don't probably see you see the same old. I guess and we could see Alan Anthony. I just don't think yeah, yeah. These old players who come on the pitch sometimes at half time, and they always, I guess, um, reuse the same three or four to do things for the club. It, it seems like Alan Hansen doesn't. Ian Rush is obviously part of the club. He's involved. He goes in these tours, but Alan Hansen doesn't seem to have any sort of involvement in the club. So I think, it, like, mm. like you said, with John Barnes, there must be room for them to do to do more because every time you, you go on Twitter or Facebook or whatever. Liverpool are doing something somewhere in a different country. Maybe Alan doesn't want to do it. Maybe that's fair enough. But I think that'd be a nice sort of passing of the torch, even though it's taken 30 years to pass that torch. But yeah. <laughs> uh, Lizzie? Yeah, it's a nice idea, whether it's Hanson or whether it's a, another legend. So um, it reminds, like, like I'm with Chloe, it reminds you of, rather than doing that whole thing where everyone says, oh, Liverpool always look to the past, the history FC and whatever. Well, the thing is that... <laughs> There's was the 18 league titles that have been won before this one, so I think it'd be a lovely way to honour it, whether it's with Hanson or or whether it's with another one. Like imagine like Kenny doing it. Do you know what I mean? It'd be boss if Kenny done it, but no, I I think it'd be nice. I think Kenny's chocking on match day. Oh, he's fine. He's got a minute to hand over the the golden (laughs) Premier League trophy to Jordan Henderson. Come on, Kenny. I I think it'd be nice as well if there was some kind of representation from like the Hillsborough families as well, just because that's so central to the club and so central to. What happens as well? I mean, you know, look, you know, mention Kenny there. Well, you know, Kenny, Kenny resigns from the post because of the stress of the whole situation, really. And, you know, so it, it has a profound effect on the club. And look, there's a lot of those campaigners that died without ever seeing th- th- this next title. And, you know, like football does mean an awful lot of an awful lot to an awful lot of people. And there's a lot of survivors that still go as well. And um, we, we all know some of them personally and things like that. And I know like it'll mean an awful lot to them. I'm sure there'll be a lot of people in tears when it's finally done and we finally lift that trophy. It'd be nice to see maybe one or two of them on the pitch as well. Um, because, you know, it is about the players, but it's about the people as well. Okay, uh, good shouts. This follows on a little bit from that. Adam Doyle uh, wants to know, do you think many long-time ti- te- long uh, attendees at Anfield will jack it in going at the end of this season? Uh, Tim, you're you're old. <laughs> uh, he's younger than me. Um, we just you. If we, if and when we win the league next season, you'll have seen it all. You'll have seen everything. Will part of you just go? Do you know what? Not me. No, I won't be doing it. No, but I mean, I've, I've. There's a couple of fellows who I when I go to a couple of a couple of lads to a certain pub. I think one of the, a couple of them said, but what he said, they'll they'll pack in. He's like in his sixties or seventies. We literally has seen everything. Like literally everything. Um, so um, I don't know I think the selfish person inside me thinks, thinks well that'll be quite good because it'll mean I'm not I'm on a season they told I'm only a member so i got to go through this rigmarole of getting tickets so if some of these people do do jack it in then it may, might make my life a little bit easier twice <laughs> a year the list. <laughs> well yeah so so I mean you can sort of see it because I do I guess in the, the particularly in the in, in the worst times of where we are now I think a lot of people young or old probably saw it as a bit of a well, I'll just go because I've always gone, not because you really wanted to. Um, and I think, obviously, the times are on the up now, so a lot of people aren't thinking that way. But I think some of the older generation are like, well, you know what? I've had done, I've done it now. I've seen everything. I've waited long enough and we've done it again. So I can I can go out with also with me, me held, held, head held high and I can just get on with my uh, retirement in life and just stay at home a weekend instead. So I, I can see probably a, a few of them doing that. Um, 
I'm going to end up though. They, they say they'll do it and they'll still be there in August, won't they, when, they, when the season starts <laughs> well, again? It's, it's funny, Gareth, because I remember there was m- more talk of this in 13 14. I don't know if you agree. It might just be my memory, or obviously it's just the, the people you speak to sometimes. But I think in 13 14, there was quite a few saying, like, oh, you know, if, if we win the league this year, if we win it, then I'm at, that, that might just be me. That, I haven't heard it as much this year. And I don't know whether it's because that was seen as a bit more of a flash in the pan, like, oh, if we win it, then, then you know, where does. Yeah. I think people are probably thinking now, oh, fucking hell, imagine what we might do next season. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's probably a, that's probably a part of it. I think as well, maybe that, you know, that 13 14 was like more of a emotionally charged season, really. And that we, we none of us expected it. And then it came out the blue, and then we went on a mad run. And it felt like when we were on that run, you know, like that we were almost helping to power it in a way, if, if you know what I mean. Like the city was mad, and like every game was like a bit of a party and all that. Whereas this has become. You know, you sound a bit entitled, but you know it's been thirty years, so it's mad to say. But it's become like a procession now. It's like we've won it and it's done, and it's like we're that good. And so maybe for that reason, people are looking at it more sort of, you know, with with a clear mind than going. Like I mean, that was stressful. Thirteen, fourteen. You know what I mean? (laughs) Even last season was stressful. You know, it going to the wire if you like, and the ninety-seven points, and then not doing it. This is nice and stress-free. And so I reckon when it's stress-free, people are more like. Nah, I'm still gonna go. I'm still gonna. I'm still all right. Whereas when it's like your heart flying at every single game, probably the hard fellas are like, "Fuck this!" I need to get emotionally draining. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I mean, it is a lot of dough as well. I think is the other thing to say. You know, it's a lot of dough to go the match week in week out. Even if you're just doing the home games, it is. And I'm sure a lot of people will look at it and say, "I've got the set now," and and maybe like you know, I'll, I'll I'll pass on. Use the phrase before, pass on the torch, or like that. So I'll pass on the torch and I'll stop going, or it won't go as many, or whatever. I mean, you can literally watch every match now on the telly, illegally or or not. Um, so I mean, I think a lot of people maybe will take up that option. Chloe, you're uh, someone who qualifies from for one of these young adult tickets they now sell. Does it? There's a general kind of feeling that there's not enough people like you in the ground. So do you think all these old fellas should do the good thing, fuck off and let more in? <laughs> let, let more of your mates in? Um, nah, to be fair. <laughs> I, I feel she like... says sat with an older for half <laughs> Surrounded by me, there's, there's not a kid in sight. They're, there's, they're all older than me. And, and get out the way, don't they? You know what I mean? What, win the league, fuck off. Well, the, the person next to me, lovely guy, lovely guy. Um, he's, he's been going for more than thirty years, and to be fair, to have that passion to go more than for more than thirty years, to his his, his girlfriend, his wife, sorry, is is actually an Evertonian. Oh, nice. um, so <laughs> yeah, but you know, it, to have the dedication to go for thirty years, I only wish in thirty years' time that I'm in the same situation, have my same seat in the cop, now all the people around me. I think that's the that's the thing. If if people got off around me, it'd feel a bit weird. The reason I want us to win it at Anfield is so I can celebrate with all those people who I've went yeah. the game with for so many seasons. So I can celebrate the passion. You know, the likes of Barcelona, everyone was in tears around you, and you were just hugging people. And it, it it's mad the feeling that you get when you're at a game. It feels like you are family. These people who you'd never see in your life apart from a Saturday or Sunday or Tuesday or Wednesday when you're in the Champions League for those 90 minutes you feel so connected and bonded over something so for me all I would like to see especially more females go in the game especially young females like me because absolutely none of my mates could tell you a thing about football Uh, all I would like that it's the fact of these people have seen it all these people are still dedicated to go they still want to go and to be fair to have that 
that experience in a sense next to you the fact that like, don't worry like uh, e- even with five games to go for some reason I'm worrying but for absolutely no reason <laughs> and I go to the game and they're like what I just can't yourself down we've won it like, can't. like just, just enjoy it and they're the ones who calm me down who, who make me feel like you know <laughs> even though I've only been eight, I'm 18 and you're 60 something we've we both want the same thing and we've both always wanted the same thing so for me it's special to have those people who've been the, going the games for 30 odd years to, to still be there that was absolutely beautiful um <laughs> lizzie um, was lovely, wasn't another it? thing is that the, the problem with all this is is that if you change your mind you're fucked i know and so i think that's always in people's minds you want to go like or maybe i wouldn't go for a year but unless you you rent your season ticket out which you're not really supposed to do although obviously it does happen quite a lot you know, it, it's always in the back of your mind, isn't it? It's like, well, if I say well, I'm not going anymore and then two years have changed my mind, then you've that got you to don't. say I don't get it. So Honestly, you're God, I... go to Northampton and home in the exactly. week. <laughs> and I think as well, well, that's, I think like a lot of people who, who've got their credits now, whether it's the Roy Hodgson season and I don't want to go shit. <laughs> so um, I'm a little bit with Tim because I have I have a season ticket, but that's going to be um, shared next season onwards so I'm, I'm in the members sort of thing as well and I'm one credit away which is just burning my head out so I'm the same it's like the more credits the better because it's got, a pain in the arse I've got 12 oh. and I've only got one game left right to get me 13 to get in the 13 and it's just not going to happen I know it's not going to happen um, but yeah it, I mean I'm not going to pack it in for me this is the best Liverpool side I've ever seen and I want to I watch it in all its glory I've seen it from the beginning I want to see it through to the end as such I want to see the Klopp era uh, and say that I was there for all of it and, and I think you'd be stupid stupid to stop going when you possibly could be seeing one of the best teams that's ever walked the earth and especially you'd want just to form like the cold Klopp era point I suppose as well as a sort of like a st- statistic I think since he took over we've only lost five games at Anfield since he took over do you know what I mean yeah, so yeah. like a pre, pre-Klopp and we were like losing three and four a season it's a nice day out it. Yeah, you're going now, <laughs> and in the past you'd, you'd you wouldn't dread it, obviously, but you'd always think like like it's it's small. Again, yeah, you, yeah, you never exactly. Yeah, when yeah. I, it was like 2015, we lost once. 2016, we lost once. 2017, we lost twice actually, and it was like whichever way around it was, and then it was zero zero, obviously, because we haven't lost in 2020, they haven't lost, didn't lose at all in 2019, so uh, or 2018 for that matter. Um, so so yeah, you don't you, you can't go, can you? But especially when it's we're good at home, aren't we? Now we don't, we don't <laughs> well, hopefully tonight as well, like, but you know what I mean. So, yeah, okay, good. Uh, more of a general footy one now, but I'm interested to get your opinions. Uh, start with you, Chloe. Who do you predict will get the closest to Liverpool and Man City next season? So, if we're all expecting it'll be Liverpool and Man City one and two in some order next season, who of these who are just seem to be just titting around this season, to be honest with you, which of them will get their act together and have a little go? Oh my, I mean. I feel like Tottenham under Mourinho can go somewhere, but his, his style of football, those players have to adapt to it or they have to get lost because it, he's not going to change it for them and he's being given a contract. So if he doesn't get the right players in, I really don't think they come near us. Um, Chelsea, under Frank Lampard this, this season, the fact that he didn't have a transfer window for the one season, um, he's done decent. They've bought Ziyech, which is a really good signing. But for me, I still think they lack. Um, and I think they also they, they concede a lot of stupid goals. <laughs> Going on to Arsenal after <laughs> last night. Jesus Christ. Um, horrifically shocking at defending. Great going forward. Shocking at defending. Um, honestly, I don't know why. 
but for some reason I feel like United and that is that that is mad to say because they've been shite but, <laughs> say it as it is Chloe <laughs> but I look at their team now even Harry Maguire one of the most overrated players and I've said it since he moved there but he does offer them more stability they've got a good right back which not going forward somehow is compared to Trent don't know how at all but he's good defensively. Luke Shaw, the last couple of games, has been looking good. He's not actually that good, but Lindelof's coming into his own. They've got Eric Bayou starting to play all right. Bruno Fernandes, who, to be fair to the lad, looks decent in midfield. I think they need a few signings and they need to sort out the striker situation, but then again, they'll have Rashford back next, next season. But for me, I don't, I don't think they get close to us, but they get the closest. Yeah. I mean, God, if Chloe's not mentioned the uh, the Blues there, who, who are, <laughs> which, 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 is, which is, you know, a terrible oversight considering. I think if you look at the form since Ancelotti's took over, it's uh, they were second in the form table at one point. I'm not sure they are anymore. Like, But, you know, a no. bit more time, good transfer window, Machiri putting his hands in the pockets. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> He'll still be shy. Um, I mean, I, I always think, like, if you're going to sort of do something, uh, what from one season to an action? You, you're probably not going to get huge jumps. I know, like we've, mm-hmm. like we jumped up from the season before '97, obviously, but you know we were sort of on a bit of a road, on a bit of a journey. When you when you look at, I was in the home table is is a bit of an indicator of where where clubs are at. So obviously, like ours is perfect right now, thirteen out of thirteen. Uh, Cities is, is come second, and you know they're they're not going away no matter what we say about them. Then it, then it's Leicester, and I think Leicester will be all right. You know they're they're kicking about. They've got a good manager. They've got good players. They know the system. They've probably got a bit of money and that they can improve. And with you that in that as much as I hate to say it, you know Man United have always got money. Like I, the, Radio Five tried to get me on to do something a while ago, and I refused to do it because I'm happy to help out and things. But they wanted me to be very specific, be a banter Liverpool fan, and I didn't want to be a banter Liverpool fan because they wanted me to go on. And basically say, well, you're nice of the shit, aren't you? And I was like, well, yeah, they are. But they're also like a massive club with loads of money. And like, I don't rate Solskjaer at all. I've said before, I think he's an absolute joker and shouldn't be in the position. But it's funny that he is. But equally, like you say, they've already signed some good players. They've got good players at the club. If they sort out the Pogba situation, he's a player as well. And then if they sign another two or three, they're probably all right. Do you know what I mean? And they're probably sort of top four-ish again. Everton, yeah, I mean the home record's all right to be fair, but you know they just—I don't know—they just, they just, just, per- just, yeah, just, just yeah, they just Everton, aren't they? Yeah, they just perennially have financial have fair problems. play hanging over them, haven't they? That's a, that's another thing. Like they can't spend too much because of what what they've spent in the last. They've really yeah. got to get rid of some people off the books before. So I think for Everton, it'll be a bit more of a transition. You've got to build thing. this uh, ground as well. Don't forget, guys, <laughs> yeah, boys and girls. I mean, che- I mean? Chelsea's an interesting one because you can't think like I think it's been overplayed. That, like they've, they've got some good players there anyway, and it was like, oh yeah, what a great job he's done. Well, yeah, because like the squad's all right anyway. Do you know what I mean? You got like internationals right to it, but their home record's pretty poor, like tenth in the league in terms of just home. So they've lost five at home, drawn three, so only twenty one points, which is not great. So to to kick on massively, are they really going to go out and have a a massive spending spree? Probably not. Probably going to sign one or two. Don't know. It's a bit of a weird one. Like I, I, this is why I think like you know Liverpool can have a little. A period of dominance here because we are streets ahead of other teams, and you kind of think, well, 
you're probably going to get two or three in and you'll get a little bit better. But I don't see anyone making this huge jump where all of a sudden they're brilliant. I mean, like you say, Arsenal starting to do bits, aren't they? And you think Arteta's a decent manager. There's still a lot to sort, though. <laughs> and, like, you know, a lot of the talent's young as well. And, like, we mentioned Alan Anson before, so I've got to, you know, refer to the chestnut. Don't win nothing with kids. Yeah. But, but you know... it. There was, a, there was something in that when he said that because the Arsenal got a lot of young talent and they'll produce from time to time and you know they'll get good results but equally they'll fail because of the same players so I don't know I, I've rambled a lot there without answering <laughs> uh, the Manks <laughs> Busy. Uh, do you know what I? I thought I'd be alone in thinking Man United. Um, I think, I think that Bruno Fernandez signing's a statement. I think he's a really looks a good player, him, and I think he'll only get better as time goes on. And I think a lot of teams were eyeing him up, and the fact that he's still gone to Man United in the form they're in shows that this, they've still got the weight of the name of the club behind them. And I think when it comes to summer, I mean, who knows with, if they're going to even keep hold of Solskjaer? Um, they might realise that it, it's time for them to move on. Uh, but I agree with Chloe. It's like, I think they'll be the closest, but they won't come without coming close. I think Everton and Arsenal, I think we'll have another bit of a, I think we'll, we'll make a bit more of a step up before the, um, the, the start to challenge in that sort of Liverpool, Man City, or if, if they ever do. I think Arsenal's got potential. I think going forward, they're, they're really good as well, but Obama Young might be leaving. I think Artessa was talking about that last night and he was saying that it's just a case of keeping all of them. So, and he's 31 now, though. Yeah, I, th- I think it's Man United. I think if Chelsea had a different manager, we might have been talking about Chelsea. I don't know. I just think under Frank Lampard, I just don't think he has the pull, and especially with the form this season. Um, so, yeah, Man United or or Spurs under Mourinho, because I think Mourinho can sort of get whoever he wants to. He'll fall out with... He'll, he'll fall he out will. He's upset Ali yeah, already, yeah. Or they've upset each other anyway. Yeah. yeah. Um, we, do you think there's an element of just saying Man United, Tim? Because, like... They've always just sort of been there. Are we, are we getting sort of drawn in by the name and the mystique and the the pull rather than the, the sort of reality? Because it seems like they've got a lot to do to me. I was I was actually genuinely going to say Man United as well, <laughs> to be honest with you. Because I, I do sort of believe that they're probably a good managerial appointment and two or three good signs away from being better than everybody else, to be quite honest. Wolves are good, you know. Yeah, they are. They're having a laugh as well, aren't they? They're the only team you didn't talk about there, mate. I know, I was imagine. Imagine the old league. <laughs> What's their own record like? I'm going down to league two. I'm here in 10 years. Got his eye on Bristol since. Because I do think that, like Gareth sort of alluded to and Chloe mentioned as well, they've got good players on the on the whole. There's a couple of bad ones in the squad. You like see your Phil Joneses and... Jesse Lingards and all that, but I do feel as though if they could add two or three players and get the manager right, they would probably be all right because they've had three. Well, three out of the last four managerial appointments have been pretty poor, haven't they? Really, Mourinho won a couple of trophies, Moyes, Van Gaal, um, and now where they are now with Solskjaer. Um, the rest of them, so they're probably, but this doesn't make them the United of, of the past, it just makes them like the question said, the closest to us. But by no means means they're going to be going to be close. They could be, they could you could still be fifteen twenty points behind us and still finish third, couldn't he? You know, um, the other the other ones, Mourinho, he's going to fall out. He's already he's already he started even earlier this time, hasn't he? Now moaning about VAR and injuries and all that. That's why he shaved his head, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's like <laughs> signal that he's going for a fight. So, so he's a, so he. 
you'd be sort of surprised if you even seen like Christmas I think you know because they'll, they'll just have a fight and that'll be it because Kane will be off or whatever um, the rest of them Chelsea Everton Arsenal did I read you that Arsenal are unbeaten in 10 games or I just made that up they're unbeaten in 2020 I know that much they're only team so a lot um, they, yeah. but then I think Arsenal need to buy probably 6 defenders to replace <laughs> the 4 they've got plus 2 subs probably and a goalie because he used to do the goalie with shite yesterday any. Um Probably United. It's, it's United, I'm, I'm afraid. I think Chelsea, again, they're, they're good, good players, but they don't seem to be... They seem to be a couple of centre-forward shorts for me, Chelsea. They're not going to score... I the don't thing think, is, as well, like United, United had a good window, didn't they? I think you were saying that. It's like, you know, it, it's boss to slag them off, and I'm the first to do so, but they did have a good window. And, like, the manager is wild, and, and he's shit with the media. And, you know, you still got Woodward. They've got loads of problems to, to sort out. John's right to say that, but equally... You know they've got the pulling power, they've got the money, and you just think you know you could you could kind of spawn it and be all right. Do you know what I mean? And and they're still all right at home. Is it was my point. And my worry with them as well is that once they get them back in the top four, and obviously they always got money, but you can always have more money to spend, mm. can't you? You know what I mean? And obviously they've missed out now two years of Champions League money, and I appreciate they still got all the commercial income, which is which is a lot compared to most in the league. But once they got that pull of Champions League again, and they got that additional income to be able to then spend on players again it just brings them back up to the level where I was quite happy with them just knocking around in Europa League because they were, they were losing out on players but also money because FFP does come into it and that's why like to Chelsea can't go and spend £100 million on three players even though Abramovich might want to because it's not allowed within the rules of the game anymore whereas United's income is so vast commercially they can still afford to go and spend £100 million even if they're in the Champions League, even the Europa League, City because... Might, City might have wrote new rules by then. Well, yeah. <laughs> it's funny that no one really meant... I know you, we, we briefly mentioned Leicester, but do, do you think the, the reason we're not talking about Leicester the same way as United? Because I think they're definitely the third best team in the country now. Is it a case of they haven't got that jazzy attraction? So, Maybe. like, if players are looking to come to the Premier League, I don't know, from La Liga, Bundesliga, prospects, if they finish third in the league, but say United finish fifth or sixth or so let's say they finish sixth and they're in the Europa League do they still choose Man United over Leicester who finished third do you I know could what see I, mean? a, I could see a player leaving Leicester to go to Man United so though. can I what Harry Maguire so, so, so yeah, you, you could see a Madison going to yeah. United yeah. even if they finish sixth yeah, which right. is probably the reason why they don't they, they probably should be in the conversation to finish there because that's where they are now and they've done very well but I think you look at where the players want to go and if their own players want to leave to go to Man United potentially then what chance have you got to sign on to one ahead of them I suppose mm-hmm. maybe okay um, right a couple of ones that are a bit more fun uh, so I'll start with Joseph Keeping I'm not saying that wasn't you know what it means yeah. <laughs> lighter lighthearted light, more lighter yeah that's, thanks Tim uh, <laughs> Joseph Keeping it's nil nil in the 90th minute of the Champions League final it's very specific and one of our players has gone clean through on goal no defender is catching up so pace isn't an issue uh, which of the current squad do you want taking that chance do you score in a one on one to win your game so are you asking like who do I believe in the most or are yeah. you asking me like who do I want to score the winning goal I mean, it's, it's most confidence in. To be honest, yeah. yeah it's, if it's the 90 minutes of the Champions League final, oh. then we're not oh, being no. sound. Do you want, do you want it <laughs> yeah. to be? We're not, yeah. Yeah, we're it's not, not Joel Matavich. You know what I mean? Who's no. taking the chance? Um, Mane, because I believe in him the most. But if you're asking who would I want to score the Champions League winner, Jordan Anderson. I think you've got to be three nil up for that. It's nil nil. There's no time. There's no time for centre. Nah. You just need a fella to fucking put in the goal. Money. Right. Okay. It's not Anderson. Gareth. Um, I'd say Bobby. You know. Okay. Um, because I just think technically he's brilliant. And Loves the big moments. Yeah. And, and we've said pace isn't an issue, so it, you know that's not an issue. Um, and yeah, he loves, as you say, loves the big moments. Scored in the Club World Cup final. 
uh, yeah, Bobby for me. Okay, uh, one for Manny, one for Bobby. Who are you going for, Lizzie? Um, I was torn between the two. I'm going to go for Bobby for the big moment thing. Okay, Tim. Probably a hattic for Bobby. I don't think I trust Manny in a one-on-one. He's a bit erratic sometimes, isn't he? Top scorer. No, and he should be even more ahead, though. <laughs> no, but I mean, because he's yeah. missed some... He's mad, Manny. So he's, he'll, he'll do like an, uh, something unbelievable. Scores then miss, goals, then miss, miss an absolute stinker. Like, on, um, like it was Everton the other year in the FA Cup. He should have squared it. Oxley Chamberlain dragged it wide and all that. But yeah, probably Bobby. To be fair, like the whole Bobby getting a yellow card for taking a shirt off, that whole thing, it does seem like a Bobby thing. Yeah, yeah he's, he is getting booked. Yeah. Um, I think that is fair to say. Okay, uh, another one of these... Um, but, but uh, if you had a squad of just one of our players, who would it be and why? For example, so he's Steve here uh, is going for James Milner because it's twenty. Twenty-three James Milner. That's what he's going for. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but you know you're you're allowed to. Uh, you've got a microphone. You can disagree. <laughs> can, we, can we imagine twenty-three Bobbies? <laughs> <fucking? laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'd fucking watch that. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, he's quite good at like defensive yeah, yeah. set pieces. Yeah. He let he let corners away. Yeah. Yeah. Might be a bit of a bad shout, that you know. Imagine him in goal. I think he'd be all right. <laughs> did you see um, the Bleacher Report thing? Uh, a couple of days ago, the Bleacher Report did something on, on uh, a fella from Hoffenheim who brought him over. Uh, it was oh, interesting. Yeah, yeah. But he said, like, basically, when he got here, like, he did, like, fitness tests with him. He said his results were the worst he's yeah. ever known. <laughs> so it was a disgrace. He <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was like training a granddad or something. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, Bobby would be entertaining, wouldn't he? You'd definitely pay your dough for that. <laughs> Anyone else? I think Trent. 20, 23 Trent. Well, he can play in centre midfield, he can play fullback. He's quite rangy, he might talk, but he's played centre half, he can finish, play a front. Definitely be right, Trent. Rangy means lanky to that, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I've always thought that. Skinny. <laughs> Tall and skinny. Yeah. Joel Matip, rangy. Rangy. <laughs> I think it's a team of Virgils. Yeah, I right. don't. Straight I just, on the same, same. I just way think fun. what what a what yeah. a wonderful time to be alive that would be. He's so I think. Calm. Yeah, well, that's he's it. beautiful to look at as well. Well, I wasn't going to go off that, but I mean, it is a very fair point. Uh, but it's more that like defen- Obviously, defensively, we don't need to. But I think you could throw him in goal. You could trust him. You've seen the passing range on him. He yeah. loves to pass. pass. He can score. Boss Edders. I would trust. He's got the height in midfield. To, I would to trust a team of Virgil yeah. van Dijk yeah, all day. Any time. Be the right answer there. Probably. Virgil van Dijk. You going for Virgil as yeah, well? Yeah, calmness on the ball, all over the pitch. I mean, even against Everton, when he, he, he shanks it, it still ends up in a goal, so... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but he's, is he following it in, though? That's the thing. Maybe he needs to go for Dibbox. No, but yeah, like, but the, sh- the other Virgil will follow it in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but uh, I'm just looking for uh, the next one, just going through the... So while I look, uh, there's this one I like from Johnny Shirley. Which football stadium slash matches outside of England are on your bucket list? So has anyone got a ground that they want to go to that they haven't? Or even a, a match, uh, a particular derby or anything that they'd like to go? Uh, Lizzie's nodding, so... It, well, I've, I've just been to, to Hamburg and I, I went past San Pauli's ground and... Sam Pauli played Hamburg at the weekend and I was thinking, oh, I wish I was there. It looked boss. I'd love to go to Mad One, even though I'm, I'm like the world's biggest shit house. I'd love, <laughs> like I would love, oh, no, well, it's, but true, uh, I'd love to go to like a Mad One in like, um, Bocha, I don't know, like. Bocha versus River, please. Uh, That's Bocha, what I want to do. Bocha versus River was, when when I saw that, my brother went to that one, you know, when it was rearranged in, in Madrid. Oh, right. Yeah, and it looked unbelievable but it's like party atmosphere so I'd love to go to a South American football game uh, and even like I say even though I'm a shit house I think it'd be 
bit mad to go to like you know one of those Turkish ones where it's just fire yeah. just fire <laughs> everywhere someone uh, on my Twitter went to a, a, a oh, Istanbul derby last God. night and uh, there, there was a photo afterwards was I think Fenerbahce got beat up and they are not the fans aren't taking it well and just like a bit of them all just, like now. setting fire to it somewhere yeah. it'd be an experience to say the least <laughs> and we played footy on here on Pauli's pitch yeah, yeah we went meant climbed to. over the fence and played heads and volleys on the pitch <laughs> <laughs> that was the night before. And we did, did you come to go to the game yeah. Did yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It was funny because we because basically we went to Hamburg for the stag there was San Pauli we were playing and it was a reduced capacity, wasn't it? So it was hard to get tickets. Yeah, but, went bottom, but we uh, we went and we sort of picked some up outside. But it was like because it's like a bit of like a socialist club, in it. Like they were like the worst house in the world. It was like <laughs> I said this guy had a ticket, so I said, "Oh, you know, I'm after buying one." He said, eh, "Yeah, it's 17 euro, but can you give us 20? Because I had to pay a booking fee." It's sad, mate. Honestly, like, I never would have waited for the change. Do you know what I mean? I was like, "Oh, brilliant! Yeah, what a fella!" So we were all just in like different bits of the ground, maybe, but yeah, yeah. it's a good experience. Yeah, like uh, Chloe, um, my first away in in Europe was was Porto, um. And one end was screaming at the other end, oh, and they'd repeat it back to each other. And uh, my brother's girlfriend's Portuguese, her uh, whole family supports Benfica. But when I went to Porto, I bought a Porto top. It was my first European away game, even though it is blue. I just wanted it as a memory. And then I got given for my birthday a Benfica top from her and her family. So I'd really like to go to a Benfica derby at Benfica because I've heard Benfica's grounds very good. Um, they have like, a, you know, like Palace with the whole thing situation. That all happens, but apparently it's supposed to be better um, because that that bird flying around Palace, no one has asked. Everyone's just... Boo! <laughs> 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 Shit you! <laughs> First away away game in, oh, in the Premier like... League was Palace. <laughs> and like everyone hyped this bird up. And absolutely no one was like, shut up the way you Did you see that bird, Chloe? So um, <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, uh, Benfica Porto Derby for me. Because of the bird. Including the bird. Yeah. <laughs> do you know what though? Like you've just got me thinking with that like call and response thing. When we do the Annie Road and it's like bigger, like maybe like Liverpool could do something fairly similar, do you yeah. know what I mean? Like we, we like a we like a yeah. European adaption. How do you like that? Don't we? Uh, maybe. Uh, yeah. We'll have a we'll have a think about that. I mean, that. even you know what does make it a bit weird though? We were like four goals up and they're still bouncing around, facing the other way, yeah. not watching the game. One of the best moments was when they scored because they played um, this girl, so every all our M went mad, didn't it? Because yeah. they were the Jeannie Wine Adam song. It's boss. Where are you going? Um, yeah, Argentina for me because like it's it's mad and needly as fucking. I've read like up when Sai's being Annie Sai Hughes is being written stuff up about it, and it, it sounds amazing. Uh, but beyond that, like I've, I've been fortunate enough you know, to do a lot of the ones that I wanted to do when I was a kid. So I always wanted to go to the New Camp, I always wanted to go to the Bernabeu, I always wanted to go to Bayern Munich, I've done all of those, uh, being fortunate in that respect. The other one is um, I wouldn't mind going to like Bilbao, um, just because it's boss there by all accounts in terms of not, not particularly the footy, but the area, do you know what I mean, that part of Spain. So I, I fancy that. Uh, but that, but that's it, really. I think, like I say, I've done a lot of the ones. Argentina would be mad because, like, it, it just looks like the 
you know, you, I want to go somewhere where they're almost doing football in a bit of a different way. Do yeah. you know what I mean? And and that to me seems like they are, um, and, and just sort of witnessing that culture being a part of it, being within the throng when they're going absolutely wild would be, would be boss. Okay, uh, we'll just do one more, and that is from Alex Hurst. And which current players? He's put players, but you can just say one if you want. Say the one you think most likely retires at the club. So, of all our squad, uh, who do you think will play his last game for Liverpool? I'll let you all have a little think. Trent. You reckon Trent's one, one club man the whole way through? Yeah. I think he probably will as well. I think the only thing about Trent is whether he swaps his number. Yeah. Because he mentioned that he did the last Trent thing on Twitter. I know, you were fuming, weren't you? Well, I, was, I, said, I said Craig was, Craig would have been having yeah. kittens, like, because obviously we've done the big... Um, the Mioro. The Mioro. I mean, it's fine. Like, we can, we can change it if he wants. Maybe not soon. <laughs> um, but yeah, but, but I, I think Trent's a good chance. I think he probably will do. Especially as if we're where we should be, like, yeah. over the next sort of 10, 15 years. And, you know, we can do everything he wants here. Then then I think as well, I think I think he'll, he'll, he'll enjoy that legacy. I think Trent's the right answer. I was going to say... Milner because he's not far off it and I thought if, if he was going to go back to Leeds I was the sort of hearsay it would have been around now so how old is he 33 yeah he signed and a new contract got a two year contract I forgot he signed a new deal because yeah. it was the day after Klopp's wasn't it yeah. so it sort of got a bit uh, forgotten so in he's, in he's got two years left yeah. which will put him to what about 35, 36 and then I'm thinking can you really Leeds at that point you, you don't know whether they're going to be in the Premier League if they're going to be in the Championship Challenge of the Premier be League the fucking shit. well <laughs> Enough. I I don't know. Mil- Milner, I'd have, I'd have a question mark. Trent is the right answer, but I just think like unless you're from that club, really, um, you'd probably argue like if you said Jordan Henderson, I think we'd all probably go, oh, he'd go back to Sunderland, or you, you'd say Andy Robertson, oh, he'll go back to Scotland. So I think Trent is probably the next. I think right Milner as well. I think you know sometimes footballers say you struggle with, oh, they don't want to know what to do next and stuff. I think Milner seems to have a lot of. Like other interests, doesn't he? Like obviously he's got his foundation and stuff like that, which is well known. But I think he's he's just generally kind of already seems to be thinking about well, what am I going to do with my life, you know? So I think for him, like it won't be case. Oh, I don't know what else to do, so I'll go and do a year somewhere. I think he's he seems to you know be planning on on where he's going to get his fulfilment in life next. So I think he will go out to the top. I think you're right. Uh, have you got any interviews on us, Tim? Yeah, no, probably it probably is trend because I think nowadays. Players don't really stick around that much, do they? And I think not as well because a, a lot of times the player wants to move on, but equally as well, I think I guess being a manager is probably a bit more maybe cutthroat than what it was in the past as well. So there's there's no sort of sentiments involved that I think if Klopp or the next manager wanted to replace a certain player who maybe been here for a number of years, I don't think they'd have any any uh, qualms in doing that. Whereas, like you say, if, as long as we're continue to perform over the the coming years. As we were, we'd like to be. I can see you can't. There's no reason why Trent would want to leave. He's, a, and he's the only one around the team who's got sort of that affinity with the, the the city as well, isn't he? So I think probably probably Trent is is probably the one that you'd uh, you'd, you'd vouch for, I suppose, or go for. Okay, Chloe. Um, I agree with Trent. If if there was anyone else for me, it'd be Bobby, just because he's adored by the fans. Every single person. He's having a nice time. Isn't yeah, he? He, he he adores us back. I mean, he's getting baptised in his own pool <laughs> over here. Plus, Robbo's got him playing centre half. So, uh. <laughs> yeah. so I, I think if there was anyone, I'd say Robbo, just for the fact of I don't think he's ever felt love like it from such a fan base, and also because it's Bobby for me, you know, like you know. I, I, it just 
you can see when he celebrates, he's a mad, isn't he? He's a bit like a Liverpool fan. He's just like absolutely mad, like kicking, near kicking people's heads off, and you just sat there like, yeah, that's Bobby, that. <laughs> so I feel like Bobby would be a good one. Okay, uh, it's right. Uh, we'll leave it there. Uh, thanks very much for all your questions. They were great. Thanks a lot, obviously, for the panel who've answered them. Hope they've answered them uh, to your satisfaction. We've had a bit of fun this morning. Uh, up to heads and see you next week. Sports Social Podcast Network.